What's up, Eagle Hackers? Welcome to the C.S. Joseph podcast. And uh, still enjoying myself in the shade. It's kind of convenient to just hold the camera right here because, like, why not? It's not like anyone's never seen me hold up a whiteboard for 45 minutes while I'm talking anyway, so why not? I mean, we could just keep going, right? So let's do that. Anyway, uh, today's question is, uh, which of the 16 types need to express their thoughts verbally? I think this is a very fantastic question, um, especially because, like, in general, you could actually say, like, everybody. You could say all of the 16 types do, but the thing is, is that they're expressing their thoughts in different ways. So let's think about that. Are you asking what kind of thoughts you're talking? Are you talking about, like, feelings or thoughts? You know, because technically thoughts and feelings are still technically thoughts. You know, that's just kind of how limited our English language is when we're discussing, um, when we're discussing like, you know, the differences, etc. But like expert feelers, like they, they're the people who wear their feelings on their sleeves. So they have to express their feelings verbally in order for them to actually cognize or even get through understanding what their feelings actually are. This is what expert feelers have to do. But when it comes to expressing their thoughts, it's all about expert thinking expert thinkers every te user has to do this although it can be easier for some and harder for others so expert thinking optimistic types which are te heroes and te childs so esfps enfps estjs and entjs they're the ones who have to express their thoughts the most and express them aloud i mean these are the people that will throw a thought or a belief or an idea out there just to see if it sticks just to see if other people accept it just to see if other people what other people think and if people think well of it okay yeah then we'll adopt that uh, and then we'll move on even though they didn't actually put any real thought behind the actual statement that they made they just threw it out there just to see if it would stick and that can be really really frustrating uh, but that's like at the core or at least at the foundation as to why they need to express their thoughts aloud and by doing so you know it's it's really important it's it's important for them to do this because they can't exactly internally articulate what it is they're actually thinking. They can internally articulate um, what they're feeling, and that's kind of like their, their mood is basically their internal monologue. But like someone like me who's an introverted sensor and a TI user at the same time, all crusaders have very loud uh, internal monologues, you know. But uh, TE users, especially... Um, TE optimistics really struggle with thinking their internal monologue so they have to have an external monologue basically to see if it sticks to see if other people accept it and then it's from that monologue uh you know or not really monologue it becomes a dialogue at that point and from a dialogue uh they're actually able to arrive to their conclusions and actually move on with their life so they have the highest need that's not to say that TE pessimistics don't have a similar need. So the TE inferiors, ISFPs, INFPs, or the TE parents, ISCJs, or INTJs, those types also have that same need as well. The difference is, is that their internal monologue is a little bit higher because they're using their introverted feeling, and that becomes ultimately what dominates their thinking. The thing is, in terms of articulating their rational uh, thoughts, even logic to a point, they still have to bring those thoughts aloud. But it's just a lot harder for them to do so because they're like 
they either assume no one wants to listen or no one cares or no one thinks highly enough or, or it's just not worth it. So they often don't even say anything. They don't even bother to say anything. Or they're just not paying attention and just don't care enough to actually say anything, which is another thing that they do. Because they're very pessimistic with their extroverted thinking. You know, extroverted thinking parent is trying to go out of a way to be as precise as possible. And sometimes they just lose interest in with what they're about to say. And introverted thinking inferior or extroverted thinking inferior is afraid of people thinking less of them or thinking that they're stupid. So they often just don't even bother to say anything to begin with. And that too can be a huge problem, like a major problem uh, for them. And it could also actually inhibit their growth as people, which I also wouldn't, uh, wouldn't recommend uh, per se. So yeah, that, that, that could definitely be, that could definitely be an issue. So yeah. So yeah. Uh, but here's the thing though, like allow these expert thinkers to have these external dialogues with you because you're actually helping them think and actually reach higher heights of articulation in their life. And that's why they like being around TI users a lot because they see how TI users are so very articulate and they actually want to be as articulate as the uh, TI users, basically. But the problem is, is that, you know, they, they can be really insecure, especially the TE inferiors as to like, wow, that guy's really articulate. I wish I could be articulate like him. So I'm going to be around him. So maybe that'll rub off on me, right? They often have that point of view. It's one of the reasons why I like spending a lot of time with TE inferiors because they love my TI parent because it's like, oh yes, please parent me so I can become more articulate like you. You know, it makes my vainglory deadly sin pretty happy as well as my envy deadly sin, I'll admit. But, uh, but you know, I mean, I mean, that is one of the things that I get out of being in a relationship with an ISFP, for example. You know, provided they're not like being major kleptos because I just can't deal with that. Um, I realized that like I dated an ISFP once and I actually didn't want to have anything to do with her because she was such a klepto. So I'm like, yeah, no, no, thank you. Um, but yeah, I, it's just, you really got to give them the space. And here's the thing. It's not uh, the space to talk out loud and think out loud, but here's the thing. It's not just good enough to let them think out loud because while you may have a monologue, an internal monologue, they need to have a dialogue. And if you're not going to participate in the communication with them, you're basically setting up these expert thinkers for failure. And you not participating in the dialogue is actually putting them at risk of losing their intelligence or even being stupider. And that's especially bad with INTJs uh, because, you know, communication is a skill. Uh, learning skills is important as a result of communication. They need practice and articulation needs practice. And they'll lose their ability to articulate if they don't have practice because they're these huge shut-ins. You need to make sure that you're not enabling that aspect when it comes to INTJs specifically, and that can be a huge problem as well. You need to let them go through that. ISTJs, it's a little bit different because they have introverted sensing hero. They can remember everything. They are the walking library of Alexandria. The problem with an ISTJ though, when they're trying to think out loud, you gotta watch out because like, remember their virtue and vice according to the season seven playlist here on the YouTube channel and on the podcast, you got to remember that ISTJs have a hard time differentiating between what is trivial knowledge versus what is actually useful and valuable knowledge, right? So if you're not going to participate in a dialogue with them, how are they going to know that their knowledge is trivial or actually useful or helpful? Because the ISTJ will just remember everything. They'll categorize everything. It may even be knowledge that's entirely not valuable. Like it's, it's a waste. There's no... 
there's no rhyme or reason for them to even know it at all. There's no, there's no point. There's no point in them doing that. And they're investing their intention in the wrong place. Well, how are they going to know that unless you are participating in a dialogue, especially a dialogue that offers them challenge, the challenge to trivial. That's going to be a huge problem. You know, same thing goes with, a, uh, with an INFP and an ISFP. Why is that? Because FI Hero has a problem with being delusional. They are delusional, but they will always stay delusional unless you're going willing to participate in dialogue with them to challenge some of their belief systems. Just don't do it in a critical, criticizing way. Tell them that, like, you know, look, hey, I'm going to say this, but it doesn't mean I think you're stupid. It just means I think you don't understand. You know, you got to be graceful with them. And then you can just help them dispel their illusion or their delusions so that they're not delusional anymore and that their, their thinking is operating properly. But the thing is, is that they're never going to feel safe enough to actually talk aloud with you and have a dialogue with you if they think that you're going to treat them that way. So don't. Be very graceful with them. They're not stupid. And this is one of the reasons why I maintain the INFP is actually the most intelligent and most brilliant of all of the 16 types, personally. I really think they are. And that's a personal opinion of mine. But, you know, like, it's... It's, it's a thing. And that's not to say that ISFPs can't be insanely brilliant, especially they can with their creativity and with their legacy they leave behind once they figure out their life purpose. Uh, absolutely. But the bottom line is, is that you got to be graceful with them. Be super, super graceful with them. However, when it comes to TE Child and uh, TE uh, Hero, however, you have to challenge them immediately, especially the TE Child, because TI Trickster is present and they'll just say something for the sake of saying something. And you have to provide them immediate challenge, almost like taking a, a rod or a paddle and smack, uh, you know, and spanking a child with it. You got to spank their TE child with immediate response. TE heroes, however, you can be as critical as they want, and they would never, they would never actually get offended. Sometimes TE child can get offended, but that's ultimately what TE child needs. But with TE, with TE hero, with TE heroes, always let loose, always let loose, always let them have it, and just tell them like, no, you're wrong because of this. Your beliefs are wrong because of this. And they'll change pretty quick. They can take the hit. They can have, handle it. And honestly, so can TE Child to a point. But you just make sure that you just, you know, you ride them both hard, especially the TE Child. you got to ride them hard. But then by riding them hard, they end up getting more intelligent and more capable afterwards. And then, you know, but again, it's all about dialogue. If you are not willing to engage with the expert thinker and have dialogues with them, then they're going to feel entirely alone. It's one of the things though, like, uh, you know, like when it comes to like INTJ women, for example, and like, if I like was going to intend to like ask them out or invite them to something or whatever, I have to have a dialogue with them first. I have to facilitate a dialogue with them first and coax them into having a dialogue. That way it creates familiarity so that they're actually even remotely comfortable with even considering an invitation because an invitation without a dialogue would just be a complete and utter failure. And they're just automatically gonna say no and then default to their experted sensing and security and their experted intuition and paranoia by default. The dialogue is important. And if you're not willing to have a dialogue with a TE user, then good luck never actually even having a relationship with a TE user. The problem is, is that, you know, like I said, TE inferiors and TE parents, they really struggle initiating dialogues, really struggle. TE parent is so, um, so precise and so committed to being precise that they avoid dialogues because they're afraid they're not going to be precise enough. TE inferiors have this problem where 
they're just afraid everyone thinks they're stupid. So you have to be really graceful for them and let them know up front that no, I don't think you're stupid and my high judgment of you, uh, my my good judgments of you uh, are not going to change regardless of you know what you believe. I just wanna make sure that you're believing things correctly and you know, and it helps them not be delusional. And you just do it obviously without calling them delusional, right? I mean, this is how FJs work by default around FPs. You know, you can learn a thing or two from them. At least I know I could, so. Anyway, uh, that should definitely uh, answer this question. And don't forget our coaching sale, csjoseph.life forward slash coaching. It's the summer sale. Get it while you can. All of our discounts with all of our memberships also stack with them. So check that out. So anyway, folks, thanks for watching and listening. And I'll see you guys tonight.